This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Mapper Forward's first on-demand workshop, How to Become a Coffee Consultant, available now online for you to learn at your own pace with a certificate available upon completion. Click the link in the show notes to access today for just 50 euros. Welcome to the Daily Coffee Pro by Mapper Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and Muhammad from Cypher is joining me for episode four of our five-part series. And Muhammad and I are both very passionate about responsible business ownership. And uh, Muhammad, you are deeply passionate about building values-based businesses. And we're an industry that, especially in specialty coffee, where we talk a lot about how we can represent the producer more. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about the supply chain because there's a lot of fuckery that goes on in the Mm -hmm. way that people represent the producer uh, Mm -hmm. in their brochures and, and, and on their social media marketing. And then when you start to question what's in the bag, there's a whole different story that's going on and how much they've paid for that coffee is a whole different story. And, and so I want to, I want to ask you when it comes to making decisions of how you interact with a supply chain and how you choose suppliers, what Mm -hmm. is the values that you use or what's the mechanism that you use to make those decisions? Look, um, it's a very good point. I've I've got a lot to say about this because, Mm -hmm. you know, we're a big part of our business is importing green coffee. Mm -hmm. And uh, for that in specific, I want to highlight that the buyers are usually demonized uh, when it comes to that. But the mm-hmm. truth of the matter is we've been screwed by producers previously. Mm-hmm. Okay. In uh, what way? And in what way? In, I'll give you live examples. In uh, circumstances, we some producers needed financing and we provided them with the financing and mm-hmm. uh, these, these, they just disappear on you even after working with them for three years. Wow. So so it can happen. Yeah. It's part of the business. It's part of the business. You have to understand that it is challenging and you have to understand that green coffee is not, green coffee importing is not an easy thing to do. And a lot of times, you know, the these producers, there must be, you know, we know that there are reasons behind it, uh, mm. why they disappeared. Maybe they feel ashamed because they couldn't supply the qualities that they're looking for or certain circumstances or uh, other events such as, you know, uh, interest rates are increasing ra- around the world. And uh, maybe right. the specific producers borrowed a lot of money and uh, the cost has increased significantly on him. But what I want to highlight is definitely it can happen to both. Who is it happening more to? Definitely the producers. Mm-hmm. The, 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 I'm not look. I'm all I'm trying to tell you is that it can ha- it can be both ways, and mm-hmm. there is there is that um, you know producers around the world, whether it's coffee or whatever it is in Africa, they've they've been getting screwed for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't let me start about places like the Congo or places like, uh, you know, various locations around the world where mm-hmm. definitely the, the the producers are. And even till this day, maybe a percentage of a big chunk of the, you know, the cup that's being sold in cafes, we know that the what the producer is getting out of it might not be uh, ideal. Now, to overcome that, what we do is honestly complete, transparent, communication that will lead to a a successful long-term relationship Mm 
So mm. you can't force people to sell you at a specific price. Mm-hmm. I'm just setting up an example right now. We know when we cup a coffee, we kind of know the prices at which this coffee should be sold at, as well as what we can sell it at. Right. When we bring it to the point. Mm-hmm. So we set up a base, and based on that base, we know that there's this is we will never underprice a coffee. Okay, we will we will give our offer to the producer, and if mm-hmm. the produ- if a, if the producer agrees to that specific price, that means he's happy with it. That means he should yeah. be able to be covering his costs as well as keeping in mind that he wants a sustainable business from us over the years. Because mm-hmm. you can sell me a coffee at a specific price this year, and it can stay in my inventory over three years, and you gain nothing. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. To achieve is something that is ideal for you from a covering cost and profitability perspective for you as a producer. A coffee that I can get here to Dubai and move it across the supply chain quickly. At the end of the day, it's a cash flow game. What I want to do is get the coffee here, find the buyer for it, and that's based on quality and cost, price and 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 uh, quality. I think if you do this, if you follow this formula, everyone is going to be a winner. You know, yes. and if it if if there is a challenge involved with the producer, he's gonna explain it to you, mm-hmm. and vice versa. We're gonna explain it to them as well. So this is a, this is a, this is a, this is the real life example of what we go through with various producers. Please, I just want to highlight one thing. I just wanted to mention this point, Lee, because. In the industry, there's a lot of focus on the, you know, the love story in relation to the producers, but mm-hmm. nobody understands the pain and the agony that buyers sometimes go through to make it happen. Responsible buyers, I'm not saying people who are going to, you know, screw the producers. I'm not talking about that. But from a buyer perspective, from an important perspective, I have to explain my challenges in order for the producers to understand them and for us to work together to mm-hmm. find a solution. Tell me what some of tell me how the buyer gets screwed. Like, what does that look like? I'll give you an example. I'll yeah. just give you an example. Yeah. We prepaid for a coffee <clears throat> because the producer needed help in buying more cherry in order to try to process that coffee for us. Mm-hmm. Disappeared. Wow. And we've been working with this guy for three years. He just disappeared. We're trying to contact him. We're trying to find him. At the end, he responded. And the reason was what I told you. He's he feels ashamed. He couldn't, you know, deliver the qualities of coffees. And even though we've we've done it with him multiple times, it's not the first time, but it mm. happened. Why did you disappear? Just communicate with us. Tell us how we can help you find a solution for it. You know how much it hurt us from a cash flow perspective? I can imagine. You know how much pain we went through in order to manage this issue and this happened in multiple markets by the way not only one yet different circumstances and not to yeah, mention broken do. relationships right yeah over a period of time furthermore I, I i have anecdotes of various people for example friends in saudi arabia that they approve the specific coffee from africa and the coffee arrives totally different than not like one or two points or a small difference in profile perspective no very different than and much lower qualities than what what they agreed on. 
Right. This is. These are examples. Yeah. There are some examples of what happens. Another example can happen is in one circumstance we bought a coffee from a producer for a barista to to compete with mm-hmm. small amount of that coffee, and you know at the end of the day you're buying a small amount of coffee and you don't want you that barista is in Dubai and Dubai is small. You know it's a small mm-hmm. market, so he wanted to use he wanted to be exclusive. Nobody else having that coffee that he wants to compete with mm-hmm. and uh, go figure the coffee arrives and that guy same guy sold the coffee to three other people same coffee and he he had <laughs> promised us that he's not going to sell it to anyone it's only for this and personally I, I for us it's just because he promised right and that so that's another way how do you, how we can get through. how much does how much does your word mean in business today oh my word your reputation uh, should precede you. Uh-huh. I'm telling you, I'm old school like that. Yeah, I am, I am, I am, if I say something, I will never back up out of it. Never. Because mm-hmm. I think these values and these essence and the, and this is what defines a man. This is what defines and a, a human being. Yeah. And a woman. Uh, by a man, sorry, I don't mean, a, I mean, human. Any, uh, yeah, 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 any human. You know, this is what defines you is what you say and how you stick to your word. And even if certain things happen, that, and this is what saddened me, is just communicate. Mm-hmm. Speak to us. Tell us what's going on so we can work with you and try to help you. But, oh, you don't understand how much I value. Do and, you and find... You know what, Lee? Tell me. You know, even with clients, mm-hmm. you'll end up working with the same people that put a value for these things. Yeah, yeah you will get screwed. You other. will get screwed sometimes. Okay, yes. you will get screwed sometimes. But you know what? We did get screwed. But you think we changed our principles? No. no. Zero. Nothing. It's hard. I understand. Some people change, but it's hard. But no, you stick to it. And you continue going on. I mean, it it's about integrity, right? And integrity is a subjective yes. thing. I, I've yes. Definitely learned that over the last 12 months, that what I define integrity at is very different to what some other people define integrity at. And that's okay. But it's, it's, isn't it derived <clears throat> from the intentions, integrity and yeah. intentions? Are they, are they I aligned? Think uh, are they are, they're are aligned? They yeah. And, I, and yeah. one thing that I found is that I had this kind of sense of naivety about integrity means one thing. But when we talk about our word in business, you really come to know what somebody's standard of integrity is mm-hmm. when it comes to living by your word in business because mm-hmm. opportunities to make more profit show up all the time. Yes. Um, and when your word come into, comes into play, particularly around uh, deals that you've made with producers or deals that you've made with clients, if you're going to throw someone under the bus so you can make more profit and betray your word, this starts to change the way that you're seen within yeah. the industry. Yeah, 100%. And the world of coffee is small, by the way. Huh? Oh, yeah. This is what it's people don't understand. It's people think. Yeah, yeah. Because you, when you're in it, you think, you know, <laughs> but it's really small. <laughs> it's not like... And you just... Uh, this is what puzzles me sometimes. Even business, Lee... At the end of the day, you good people want to do business with good people, mm-hmm. and and you, in a way, I feel that this type of value based business kind 
as a acts as a defensive mechanism against yeah. bad people. Yeah. It's it's that's a really great way to put it. It's like this unspoken boundary that you yeah. create that keeps the shit people out. Yes. yes. What a great place to end this episode. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, folks, join us for the last episode in this series where we're going to talk about navigating the tension between uh, the needs of a business and the employees that operate within that business. Uh, for sure, the barista mafia is going to come up in this next episode. Yeah. So yeah. stay tuned, folks. Peace, love, and peanut butter. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.